All right, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, uh, goofballs, scumbags, uh, whether you're topping up your, your Oyster card in the UK or your Marta card down in Atlanta, uh, we're back at it again. We got a midweek episode for y'all. Uh, it's the Football Misfits, and we do have some very special, illustrious guests with us all the way down in Atlanta by way of the UK. We have our good buddies chatting in the channels. Uh, I do also have Ronnie Rios with me. Ronnie, say what's good for the one time. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> and I've got Christian with me, and I've got Sam, who I already can tell is a good dude. He's a Spurs fan. Say what's good one time. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, guys? How you doing? Yeah, I'm not sure I should be with Sam at the moment, but I guess we're going to find out in a bit whether or not it was worth it. Um, it was not. We'll it, was, see. it was nice of you to introduce the Oh, <laughs> there's no Chelsea fans on it. There's no Chelsea fans on it. That's one thing we can agree on. Usually, when I refer to a scumbag, I mean it's usually an Arsenal fan. But I think one thing that us as Arsenal Spurs fans can agree on is that if you support Chelsea, you're a true scumbag. Oh yeah, so to we, the core. We, we, sit, we sit there recording on a, on a Monday night, and I'm surrounded by an Arsenal fan, a Chelsea fan, and a West Ham fan, and I just think, <laughs> how, how did I fool this so, you know? And a Leeds fan. And a Leeds fan, yeah, but they're up north, so. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fist fight waiting to happen, that's what it sounds like. Right, it, it, this Monday, it almost got there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> real quick, we gotta drop the horns for our guys that are chatting in the channels. Real quick, air horns for them. <laughs> there you go, love that for you guys. All right, I mean, so let's jump right into it, you guys. Yeah, uh, obviously, Ronnie. I mean, you got the Juve shirt on, you're probably chilling over there. Didn't have to suffer any Premier League uh angst. No, uh, but was... I did see Alvaro Morata try to do a Mario Balotelli against Atalanta today, back heel, you know, trying to be cute and all, but. We don't got to talk about that. We got the point. Hey, listen. I don't know about least, you guys, but we got the point. At least he's not, uh, you know, smoking cigarettes in the in the bathroom at halftime or something like that, like uh, Bialatelli apparently has done in the past or whatever. But uh, obviously, we're here for the uh, the big game of the of the day: uh, Spurs at Liverpool. Uh, big game at Anfield. Both of the uh, uh, top of the table boys. Uh, and I mean, let's get right to it. Obviously, the game finished two one. For Liverpool, uh, headed by Firmino in the dying seconds of the game. Oh, man. Uh, I guess. How do you, you feel saying that? 2 1 Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> the attacks are coming early. Yeah, Christian coming in early. I mean, listen, I mean, uh, I guess it sounds better than saying, you know, uh, 1 1 draw, uh, finishing at 15th place on the day. But. I got to say, <laughs> hey, listen, Christian, listen, my older brother's an Arsenal fan. Uh, I, I, I've been taking the tax my whole life, so I'm here and I'm ready now. I'm here and I'm ready. But the game hurt. The game hurt. It was tough. Uh, the boys came to play, but I got to say, Liverpool really did come to play. But let me ask you guys first. Uh, Sam, if you want to go first, I want to hear your reactions on the game as a whole and obviously the result. And then, Christian, if you want to go second, I know you got some shit to say, so. Yeah, no, I mean, as a, as a Spurs fan, I mean, it, you, you knew how, how we was going to set up. It was kind of the perfect game plan. But when this, uh, you know, Marini, people will laugh at Mourinho after the game. He said the best team lost. Kind of agree, you know, when you look at the setup of it. <laughs> when you look up the setup of it, and uh, <laughs> look, we've the best three chances. 
And at the end of the day, the game's a, it's a game of percentages. And Liverpool created the most chances and one of them went away. We created the best chances. And unfortunately, you know, um, Ber Bergwin, he fluffed the first one. The second one hit the post. And then, man, Harry Kane, who is who is usually on the money, you know, he, um, he, he, he couldn't do what Firmino did do. And that was that was convert from a corner, you know, and so it, it was unfortunate, unfortunate, but it's one of them. If, if they go in, Mourinho's a genius, you know, and um, so I'm going to back him all the time at the moment anyway, because we're sitting three points off at the top of the league um, and, you know, our goal difference is so strong. It's literally a three point swing. And if, if we get the three points in the next game, which is not going to be easy, but we get the three points in the next game and Liverpool lose, we're back top of the league. As simple as that. It's, it's so tight. It's good to see. It's just nice to be here, you know, in that race at this time of year. Of course, not not always used to it, but we're. Uh, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm overall I gutted, gutted when when they scored at the end and looking at the time and realizing, you know what, you know we we they we they left it real late. If they score in the 80th minute, maybe we come back and get another goal, you know, and probably not. Well, look, there was there was what seven eight minutes between the first goal and the second and now. Yeah, I know, but you know, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, you played the Mourinho way. And, and hold on a minute, Liverpool's goal was so jammy. Yeah, right? it was bullshit. It was bullshit. So jammy. Yeah, right? both goals are jammy. The first goal was a massive deflection. The second goal, right? <laughs> right, Dyer's Dyer's been absolutely. Mugged off in the process, right? It's the only way they can they can beat us by two. Hey, on Monday, right? he called him Virgil Van Dyer. What yeah, he, was, him? he was. Oh. He was. He was running concrete. Hey, yo, uh, I gotta say, I mean, I, I think I agree with Sam. It, it looks like uh, Henderson did some WWF something, little pinch when the ref wasn't looking. I don't know what he did, but you know, he must have tied his shoelace looking or something like that. It's I mean, a man it, was, it was what it was, but. I, I mean, hey, I real, real quick. Um, obviously, our, our boy Ross has just joined, so I want to let everyone know. Hey, Ross, good, good. Airhorns for Ross. He, he lost. He also he drew today. He didn't win. He can't. Who's that? Okay, so Ross, who, who do you support? Real quick. Oh, West Ham fan. Oh, oh, you're the West Ham fan. Okay. Wait, is, there, is, there a, yeah. is there a kick button? Can we get him out of here real quick? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing all right. We're doing okay. We're doing yeah, fine. Okay. I had some words for David Moyes. We're talking about the, the Spurs Liverpool game right now, but real quick, I did have some some hefty words for David Moyes earlier on in the season. But he's got you boys looking pretty all right. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they gave him a chance because I probably agreed with you. Like, if we'd have spoken six weeks, seven weeks ago, I probably would have agreed. Like that first week against Newcastle was panicking. I thought it was going to be a real bad season and then he did what David Moyes seems to do if people put a bit of trust in him and, you know, I'm not saying we're going to do anything special. I'm not deluded like Sam. I don't think we're going to win any trophies but, you know, right. Hey, hold on. I think Sam's got the right idea but that's just what he's <laughs> I don't want to be rude to LV straight off the bat but we were also calling you deluded. <laughs> Uh, no, let's talk about Spurs a bit more. I'm enjoying this because it's not often, as, as much as it pains me to say, it, it's not often Spurs lose. So I'm going to enjoy this time with uh, with Sam. I'm going to have a good time in it, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, Ron, Ronnie had to drag me on the podcast. I was like, I don't know if I can make it today. After that 90th minute, I almost I had to grab a bottle of Lambrusco. I said, I'm going to lock myself in the room. I don't know if I can do this tonight. The thing is, LV, I'm okay, right? Because we're still winning the treble this year. Oh, you know? Jesus. We're still winning the treble. The treble of what? We're going to win the Europa League. And then we're going to win the Cup. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Someone else can have that. You know, we'll be nice. Maybe West Ham. Maybe oh, we'll give it to West Ham. We'll be nice. You know? We'll be nice. Um, yeah, he's a bit of Arsenal's trophy, isn't he? I don't think I've ever heard Sam tell a lie. It's been it's been maybe 10, 15 minutes. He hasn't told a lie. You've only known, you've only known him for 10, 15 minutes. That's a problem. <laughs> now, um, Sam. You'll hear plenty. Now, Sam, yeah. um, let me get your takes on the game as unbiased as possible. Of course. Uh, I'm never biased. <laughs> I can tell there's nothing to that If you could be as unbiased, obviously, as Sam is being. You know, give me give me your thoughts on the game as a whole, and uh, yeah. let's do this, LV. Let's hear that from you too. So, Sam, you can start. And if I think or someone thinks you're being biased, we'll stop okay. you okay. and pass that part of it on to LV. Oh, I, love it. I love it. I love it. You can go through the whole game and be unbiased. I might be quiet the entire time. Go ahead. Uh, they came. They came in. Start. They had to start the game better than they did against Fulham. Right beyond the front against Fulham, they was. Really poor, right? And credit to Fulham in that instance because Fulham came straight at them and caught them off guard. So they had to come out on the on the front foot. But the so game wasn't fooling anybody. The game wasn't fooling anybody. We was always going to sit back and counter, and Liverpool were always going to try and have a lot of the ball as much as they could, as high up the field as they could. They probably didn't want us to sit as deep as as we did, and um, you know the, because they wanted to try and create space in behind in behind Dyer and Orderfield, but. We sat deep, and we was always gonna we was always gonna allow them to come on and try and catch us out. You know, it was nearly the perfect game plan. You know, Liverpool moved the ball, moved the ball well, but I don't think they shifted the ball as as, as well as they could have done. You know, um, but maybe we nullified them in them senses as well. You know, we nullified them. You know, we did go to we did you know we did we did. But hold on a minute. In the second half, people talk about how defensive Mourinho is. We're gonna skip. We're gonna. Part. We're gonna take a little jump here, right? We're gonna take a little <laughs> jump because, because I know what's gonna come. Eleven chances. I've got. I've got something to say. I got something to say. So in the first, in the first half, I was shitting my pants because they brought it to us, and I think I have to disagree with Sam real quick. Probably the only time ever, but they were every pass they wanted, they were getting, and Giovanni Lacelso. I don't know what he was doing in the first half, but Curtis Jones was running all over him, doing whatever he wanted, picking him, picking the ball up, getting into dangerous spaces. And Giovanni Lacelso was flicking his hair, looking cute or whatever he was doing. But I, well, think I thought it was clever for Mourinho to play Gio over in belly because Gio will give Liverpool more of a chance to win the game. No, because Gio will give a, have a little bit of mobility defensively, you know, where, where how did that work? can get caught turning over the ball a little bit. <laughs> And Gio is going to try and move it a little, try and move it a little bit quicker. He didn't move the ball because he didn't get the ball. What's the point of having someone in there moves the ball? You're not going to touch the ball. Well, he got an assist. Well, he, got an assist. He, he, moved, he moved it good enough to get an assist. And that's all you need, with, obviously, with the way we play in, 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 with Spurs and the counterattacking is about being clinical. And he did that. He did that when, when the chance arrived. However, defensively and just overall in the shape, it looked like he was giving Curtis Jones too much space to operate and to be fair to him you know young young kid but curtis jones took every chance that he got every opportunity to make an impact on the game and he was really giving out of the park well, let, let, me, let me ask you this question because as spurs fans like if we're doing a 
if we're doing a realistic like sort of segment of the show because if you play like you're doing an, an no one can take it away from Spurs. They're obviously got a game plan. They set up the way they set up. People don't necessarily like it. But realistically, like we're now a third of the way through the season and you've what you've won seven, drawn four, lost two. Is it good enough? Do you think it's good enough to go in consistently like he does? And I know Sam's going to say... Here's the answer to this question. Could you haven't asked me this question, but here's the answer. At the beginning of the season, when we were playing teams that we could be a bit more expansive against, we were. We were we was expansive in those games. It's only because we've played Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, teams that... Teams Palace. That, Palace, teams that are... Well, that's good my point, right? A lot more teams like that now. And that's my point, that what I wanted to get down to the bottom of. My point is this season, there are a lot of teams like that. And I'm not going to throw names out, but there are a lot of teams in this league now that you are going to have to go out and play against because you can't sit, but you haven't so far. You've, well, you've... We're not in the next game. Against Leicester, we won't. Against Wolves, we, we might you not. You did it against West Brom and Palace. What do you mean you're not going to do it against Leicester? Well, I don't think Palace was supposed to happen. <laughs> you did it against West Brom as well. You only nicked a 1-0 win. No, but so actually that's where you're wrong because I watched the whole game. West Brom did they sat so far back, we had a lot of the ball. We we got in a lot of crosses, we were we just wasn't that clinical. How and did then, you only win one nil against West Brom. Because West West Brom made themselves difficult to beat, just like against Man City. Just like against Man City, West Brom made themselves hard to beat and they done well defensively, they got men behind the ball, and luckily Harry Kane was able to be clinical in the right moment um, with with the cross from Doherty but you know that's but that's the thing Spurs are either going to again under Pochettino right we just played against pass the ball around the box around the box around the box and we were so predictable so easy to play against now we come now we're with Mourinho it's we'll let the other team have the ball and we'll, we'll counter the thing I like about that is I don't encourage it but the thing I do like about it is there's the element of you have to be fully in control and believe in your abilities if you believe that you are not going to concede again the goal we've conceded today the two go- the last goal the winner was was from a set piece you have to do better at that in those, in those situations you had less players in the box that corner than you had the majority because of the game. he was trying to win the game on the counter I mean, and, and what, what, to be fair, one of them, one of them was on his ass at the, you know, <laughs> you know. So I don't know what he was doing there. Uh, Ross, real quick, to answer your question. <clears throat> I think it's totally possible. It's just that it can't be Hyungman's son and Harry Kane being the clinical ones there, as you saw yeah. today with with, right. with Liverpool. That game could have been put to bed early. Steven Bergwijn gets in, gets gets in behind the same sort of run that that Son makes, and Son nine times out of ten he's he's finishing. Steven Bergwijn, for some reason, has lost his shooting boots and hasn't done that. And you saw it. This isn't the only time you saw that. Against Chelsea, the same exact thing. He got in from behind. And it, to be fair, the defenders were, were very tight on him. But he's in the box, and he's on his preferred foot. He can bend it in. We've seen him do it against Man City. He did it. He did a goddamn half-folly off of his chest one time. Bang. That's a, that's a, a, you know, a forward's finish. So it's not that he can't do it. It's just that I think that Spurs will need to be more clinical, and it can't just be – Youngman's son and Harry Kane because teams will be, you know, preparing for the entire week and they'll be expecting that. They know it's, okay, we can't let Youngman's son get in behind or we can't let Harry Kane drop in and get the ball and pick it up and look for son. It's got to be another player there. And to be fair, I mean, Bergwijn has get, has been getting in. He's been getting in and he just has to convert those chances. So I think that... You're right, LB. But what I would say is right now, you're right. 
But with Son and Kane are the only players to score more than one goal all season in the Premier League for you guys. No one else has got more than one goal. And I know that's rich coming from an Arsenal fan right now. But you're right. Unless you can get Berwijn, Moira, get old Vinicius. Up Moira's the last player. You get him in some goals Why without. Is Bale out? Is, he, is, this, is this it now? He's done. He's got, he's got another. I, I, see, what I was saying with Bale is, and Sam, I hear what you're saying, but with, with Bale... Obviously, I just don't think he might fit in the system. He may never be fit enough or he may not track back or, or, or fall into the, the uh, philosophy that Mourinho's got. But, I mean, should Bill get a goal off, you know, then that might be it. That might be the thing that you that you have there because you know he's got a world-class finish and he can line up with some. But the issue with Bale is I don't think that he's going to be the one nine, 90 minutes, you know, without possession, running back, tracking back, doing what he's supposed to do, which is why you need Steven Bergwijn there. And to be fair... Sam, to, to your point, I think he can get there. He can he can get there because he's shown it in the past. It's just this season, I mean, he's got no Premier League goals this season, so it's you know it's not looking good for him. But it's not like he doesn't have chances. Yeah, he's. he's I think I think he, he offers so much more as well. I mean, I think he has he had he had the game today, Um But I think in if Jose Mourinho had everybody fit, Lamella's his man in there. Lamella's his man in there because you know, but Lamella doesn't offer that goal scoring prowess. But I think he offers that yeah, that what Mourinho wants. Yeah, he's got the tenacity. I mean, he's a he's a piece of shit, respectfully, in the best way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's missing. He might be missing that that like that goal scoring prowess, like you said. He might not be able to finish those chances. If we get three chances a game, you know, and we need Son's gonna finish. Kane's gonna finish. You know, and so we just need to, up, you know, someone else to have two players that can finish, not like not like Arsenal. Yeah, no, that's a whole different story with Arsenal. There, I mean, here's this week, hey, you can start coming for me because you boys just lost to Liverpool. And you just threw away the league and you're done. Going to get pumped. Dive in because I don't really. I've not looked. Who have Spurs got next? We play Leicester on Sunday. Leicester on Sunday. It's not a tough one. It's a Bergman hat coming through. Bergman hat this weekend. And Sam fancies Tottenham to go out and play against Leicester. He said. No, 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 He's no, claimed no. it. Yeah, you have. You've said against no, Leicester, Leicester we're going to go play. play. Now with Leicester, how many team I'm, you're going to play against? It, it is um. Uh, <laughs> has, Leicester, has Leicester still got Harvey Barnes in the in the mid? Uh, uh, is James Madison injured? Is he, or is he back fit? Oh, I'll just say, by the way, was outrageous the other day. Yeah, he was, he was. so good. Yeah, he's incredible. He, that kid's yeah. incredible. I think he's. he's I think they bounced back because they just got handed to them by Everton today. Yeah, they did. But Spurs, you've got to go play Leicester, Wolves, Fulham, Leeds, and Villa. With all due respect, all of those games, they're going to go for the game. All of them. Leicester, Wolves, what, Fulham, Leeds. No, no, no. The opposing teams are attacking teams. Yeah, for the moment, they attack no, right. now, now, this is where all right. So check this out, Sam. Now, it those all those teams are attacking teams, and so with that being said, with that being said, I the Wolves have no issue having possession and going forward and attacking. Same with Leicester. Same with Villa. Now, if they come in and attack and commit players forward, they're going to get caught in the counter. To be fair, they're not Liverpool. Fabinho today played his heart out. He played incredibly. They don't have something like that. And Alexander Arnold, he was shit against Fulham. He came back today and played that world class 
that position that he plays, world class. They don't have something like that. They don't have an Andy Robertson. So if they want to go ahead and come and commit players forward and try to catch us and, and, and bring players forward and, and try to attack and score and what have you, they're, they're going to have a, a slip. They don't have that, 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 I mean, they're good teams, to be fair. Great teams, right? Aston Villa looks incredible. The game against they, they had against Wolves uh, the week before, I think it was, they look, they look good. They look threatening. But they just don't have that mindset. They're going to slip at a point. And Kane is going to drop in like he does. And somebody's going to overcommit. And Youngman's son is going to finish. Something like that is going to happen. That's, why, that's what I see, personally. You are saying all year long. Why not? Wait, why, why not? Why not? I don't, I don't, I don't see the, the issue. I mean, the media can say all they want, attacking football, and maybe you guys agree. Oh, attack! It's not pretty. I don't care. You know what's not pretty? This is this is and like, and I know I agree with you completely because Mourinho is a winner. People do hate it. Everyone hates the fact they sit in. But today is the perfect example because all it takes is one team out of thirteen, or you've now lost two games out of thirteen, right? That's all it takes, and you're not top of the league. And I think the thing is, Spurs, to me, and I mean, we all see it, are so desperate to win that trophy. And unfortunately, all it does take when you play like this, all it takes is one set piece in the 90th minute, one game every 13 games, and you don't win the league. That's the yeah. problem of playing like this. It's a very good point. But also, the Palace, we had we had. The- yeah, but if you'd you have know? attacked that game, he wouldn't have been able to make an upset. Palace are also You know, so it's is you know, it's it's. Are we going to play them to their strengths, or are we going to allow them to play to play us at our strengths? And, yeah. and, you and know, to be fair, with Palace, a lot of teams are doing it, but they don't have those focus levels as Liverpool. They don't have those qualities as Liverpool. You know, so well, we're yeah. just going to play on that. What's the bill then when Harry Kane pulls his hamstring? See, now there's the issue. Now, now uh, I will say though, with with Palace, and it's another thing. It's they they had the you know the big bodies Benteke to put forward, and they can win the second balls, and, and that's sort of a way to kind of break down the Spurs game. You know, hope, throwing up the big balls and hoping the long ball, and hoping you know you can get the second chance or attacking the second chance, and all of that is manageable by Spurs. You know, it's all managed by Spurs. And Sam, you, you asked, uh, what are we going to do when you play Leicester and Villa and Wolves? You know, and how, what are we going to do? You have to just look back at the Chelsea game. It's not like they're coming with their game plan and we have to adjust. It's that they also have to respect the way we play, just like Chelsea did. I've never seen Reese James in that Chelsea game. I've never seen Reese James. He had two, three crosses, to be fair, that were really good crosses. And uh, what's his name? Chiwa. Uh, uh, yeah, Chiwa was good. But the thing is, I've never seen him, you know, have to commit to Hungman's son or play like that and make sh- make sure that he's not all the way up and and going for crosses or whatever they ha- whatever you know what might have you. But my point is, teams are not gonna just sit there and be like, okay, we're playing Spurs. We have we're gonna go in there and do what we do. They have to sit there now and and understand that how deadly and clinical we are on the counterattack. They have to adjust to that as well and and have respect for that as well. Absolutely, and you could tell Liverpool. The Liverpool's whole game plan today, as you as you listen to them when in their post-match interviews, was they knew they knew Spurs were going to come and counter. We knew we had to stop that, you know. And so under Pochettino, and I love Pochettino, right? But under Pochettino, we had so much of the ball, and we never scored. And there was maybe a bit of an Arsenal at the moment where you're low on confidence, and when you concede a goal, you just think, 
It's not going to be our day. But right now, it's no teams can come at us. We're not going to concede in, in open play at least, and we've got a lot of confidence there. Yeah, the goal we've conceded in open play today from a from a deflection, and let's face it, finish. it was it was. <laughs> Right, and up top, we have a belief that we're going to score nearly every time. Well, in Son and Kane, we're going to score every time we're in front of the goal. So, you know, it, it, the mindset is, is unbelievable. Kane obviously done it. Well, he headed the ball like a brick. Yeah, he was probably getting wrestled to the floor. Oh, <laughs> the thing I'm taking away from this entire conversation at the moment is that I can't even believe that we're sitting here trying to figure out ways that Spurs can't win the title. It hasn't been that before. That, hey, Ross, you can shake your head. It's Sam, I see you over there. But, you know, and, and, I, and it was, it was worrying. There's a, there's a time and there's a time in the, in the past few weeks where it is, it is, it does look like a worry, but I think things like today and, and we can, if we, if we're looking at the way they can see goals, yeah, it was a lucky finish, but it's a goal. And at the end of the day, I think the thing, the Spurs, I think they are very close. I hate saying it. It pains me to say how close they are to winning the trophy. It really does. But I don't quite think they can go over the line because they will concede goals like that. Yeah, but to be honest, it's like when Leicester won the league. You guys were so close. You should have been with three games to go. You guys, no one's going to remember how close you were to winning the league in five years when you don't win the league this year. Different, to be fair. I think it was different even back then, to be fair. I feel like it was even different back then, to be fair. It was different. I'm sorry, you guys were running away with the league against Arsenal and Leicester. And you nobody finished- ran, nobody ran, you know, do we I don't think we the irony of that is if anybody fluffed the league that year, it was Arsenal because they ended up coming second. You should we did. You, we you were miles off second. top spot. Yeah, but you we were miles off it five <laughs> games to go. Nah, it's further yeah. that season. You got to try to, you know, yeah. like, all the responsibility from you guys. Spurs laid an egg that season. You guys had it right there, and then you just gave the game away to Leicester. And then Arsenal won. You don't even remember your seasons. Yeah, I just remember. You're mental. You were at the bridge. Honestly, I think, you know, it's great to see a smile on Sam's face with Spurs doing so well at the moment, but. In two years' time, no one will remember that you guys were close to winning the league. I will remind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we focus on winning the league this, the next season. That's what happened. Next. Yeah, All right, here's a question for you two Spurs fans. How many seasons do you really think you've got with this squad that you can compete? Because I personally don't think you've got more than two seasons to compete for titles, and then you're on a rebuild already. And the reason why is because every other club is probably going into a rebuild themselves. Chelsea were one with the signings they made. City are definitely in a transition because they've not replaced really David Silva. Foden's obviously the guy that to do that. United are just a mess. You know, Arsenal obviously in a massive transition. It just did a in a hole. Um, and Liverpool, let's face it, Liverpool and maybe in a bit of a transition themselves because they've, they've done so much in the last two years to be successful and win everything that they've won. That, like you said earlier, before, before you know, when we was watching the game, maybe they're maybe they're a little bit burnt out. Maybe this is the chance of, of of a team like Spurs to come and do that. That's what I'm saying. Like if you don't do it this year, I there's an argument where you might have another year. But even that, one more year after this. I think no, it's I'd say at least two seasons before it goes to shit. I think at we've got least, 
seasons. Yeah. I think one game started. I, I don't think that – I think that obviously, as we saw from the summertime, uh, the club is backing Mourinho. So whatever he wants it, within a reasonable fee, they're willing to get in order to make the team better. On top of that, so there's a few pieces. There's a few pieces, obviously, that we can get in order to make the team better. But besides that, I think it's literally just the team working week in, week out. If, like I said before, with Steven Bergman, if he's able to finish like he what like he was when we first got him, then that's all that it takes. We could use maybe somebody else that could come in for Hoybier because he's not going to be able to play 90 minutes week in, week out. Maybe who knows? But an extra person like that, and it's not like Levy's going to be like, no, we're good with what we've got, Mourinho. No. I, I highly doubt that that's going to happen. I feel like yeah. I think anything, Go ahead. I think yeah, Levy will back him. My question is, if you don't win a trophy this season, is Mourinho even still there? Yeah. yeah. I don't. Any trophy or the Prem? Any trophy. Spurs are desperate. You win the, you win the league, league Cup, you're happy. At the end of the year, you're happy because you got silverware. There's no two ways about it because you guys don't see silverware. Right. 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 Um, but if he doesn't win any silverware and you're playing the most boring football in the world, then I don't know if he sticks around. I feel like it depends on the league finish. If they finish top four, they're going to be like, all right, we'll give, we'll give you one more season. If they just blow the bag and then finish fifth or some shit, then you really yeah. got to ask these questions. I just don't think Mourinho... Well, they're, they're definitely going to finish top four, let's be honest. They're quality. <laughs> they are, they are. Mourinho doesn't play, go to teams with long-term plans, does he? He has two- and three-year plans to win trophies and move on. And that's my point, right? If they don't win something, even if it's just a cup competition, not the league, then... Not that Audi Cup, man. One more. Yeah, not that Audi Cup. He's <laughs> <laughs> been living on that for years. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you didn't buy it for the Cup, whatever. All right, no, but, all right. But to your, Sam, to your point though, like you can't, you can't really even count last season as Mourinho's first season. This is his true first season in as manager of Tottenham Hotspur, because no, obviously with the quarantine and whatnot, it was an extended this and and yada yada yada. But he, this was his first summer. Stand in the box and don't let someone go past. Anyone could coach Marino stuff. Hey, just stand in the box, lads. Ten around the edge of the box. Don't let someone go past. You need, to tell, Arteta, you need to tell Mikel Arteta to teach the same thing because I don't know what... What's hey, the to be fair, to, be fair to him, he did, and we won two trophies doing it. So yeah. Wait, all right. So, all right, wait, so, good point. Now, I mean, you could argue that winning the FA Cup with, winning the FA Cup for Arsenal, and we're getting off uh, off subject here, but you could argue winning the FA Cup for Arsenal, for Arsenal was a bad thing. Because with that being said, it, maybe the board was like, "We don't need any, we don't need any improvements. We're good as we are." And yada yada yada. And now look at you guys. It was like a family over a wound. I can't believe Spurs fans telling me that winning the trophy is a bad thing. You guys, <laughs> you can't argue. But look where look where it's got you. Those what I'm trying to say. Like, you can't I've, got you. I've got to leave you. I gotta leave. Okay. It was nice Rock, to meet you guys. Rock was heard enough about it. It was nice to meet you. Be safe. But yeah, what was that time? We couldn't quite hear you. If it wasn't for if it's trophies is the only thing that's, that that holds back from being named the top club. In, in the Premier League over the last apart from last year, over the last what four previous years, oh, five yeah, previous yeah. years, we've been the most consistent team to finish in the top three of any other team. Of any other team. No, right? No, 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 
three at one point, they finished fourth. And the only thing that stopped us was winning a trophy. So that's it. Arsenal, it feels like Arsenal have been in turmoil for a while, but they've still won trophies. That's the point I'm making. But the point I'm making is... Okay, as an Arsenal fan, obviously you guys have won the FA Cup and they've done it in recent years and stuff like that, but as an Arsenal fan, you're not happy with having a shitty season and finishing with an FA Cup, are you? And this is not even me being a Spurs fan because it sounds crazy me saying that, but this is just asking you as a fan of football. I don't know if I completely believe that. Silverware is everything in, in, in football. What I would say is that all the time we don't look like we have the perfect system and the perfect model to grow, which we haven't now had for the best part of five years, right? We've never looked like we've got the right sign in for us to go on and then progress in the next couple of years to be league titles. Then yeah, like scrapping around and managing to bag a trophy. Absolutely. I'll take that every day of the week until right. we're all, until we've got the right person with the right system and the right players being backed then yeah, getting a trophy and making sure that you're, you're battling is absolutely what it's about because we're not going to be winning the league anytime soon. So do you think Mikel Arteta is not the right man for the job and you'll just take whatever he gives you? I, well, I personally believed he was. Um, that sounded past tense. I mean, I still think he is. I just think, I, I don't know what's going on in the club, to be honest. And until as someone that's outside of it, you don't know. I personally liked what he did with us last year. Defensively, we're better than we've been for a decade, right? We still are the fourth best team at con like least conceded goals in the league, which yeah, is mental, yeah, even after today. And, you know, so he's done a lot of work on that side and probably neglected the front side, thinking we got the quality there and evidently they need, they need some support. And if he can work out the link, you know, there's no reason why he can't grow us to be league contenders in a two or three year window. Um, but he's got to work out that link. He's got to do it real quick in January. Otherwise, no, he's not the right person because he's, you know, he's flopped it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think because of the owners, I don't think Arsenal are going are gonna to get much better than what they've been before because the, the owners are not going to, the owners are not going to back. Well, they don't, seem, they well, don't seem like financially. I mean, they spend a lot of money. Well, that's my point, but, right? Their money's tied up. You've got five top players in Urzil's salary. There's no two ways about it. There's five Burbines in Urzil's salary once you get rid of it, right? Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not using it as an excuse and a scapegoat, but I also believe that we're not being backed at the moment. But part of that might be the fact that they're leaking cash on people that aren't in the squad. Like Anyway... You boys don't want to hear about Arsenal. <laughs> I see right, you two through the mill. Yeah, I see the stress in your face. They exiled a whole dinosaur too. Only to bring him back after public hate, but that's neither here nor there. Back to Spurs. What did Liverpool do well? Tell us about how they beat you. Yeah, let's, let's do talk about this woman, Liverpool. POV. All right. Well, I'm, I'm well. They, they, they got a person to stand in front of Eric Dyer, tripping him to allow Roberto Firmino space to get a free header in. That's what they did well. Pictures from the corner. Yeah. Apart from the first half, in the first, in the first half, they came, they came in and they had the intensity that we lacked. We didn't have that in the first half. They looked like they were the more hungry team. They wanted to go for the three points. But in the second half, we came out. And we had, and even in the first half, okay, we conceded a, sh a shit goal, to be fair. 
It was after that shit go when Spurs, I feel, woke up. Right. Yeah. And so from, from there, I mean, to, aside from that, it's a goal's a goal, but aside from that, Spurs, their game plan was working and everything they were doing was working. They were absorbing the pressure. To be fair, that whole right side of Spurs defense um, in the first half was, was, was being demolished. Aria had nothing for Mane. And, um, but in the second half, they came out with that intensity, the intensity that they lacked in the first half. And most of the things in the game changed. And, and even in the first half, with, with that intensity that we lacked, we were able to catch them on the counter, on a great counter, and score a clinical finish past one of the best keepers in the world, right? Second half, okay, now coming to the second half. Second half, we came out, and we're doing a bit of mixing. We pressed them a bit. We got loose balls. We created a chance. Bergvon didn't finish. Okay. And as the game wore on, you saw it was my, – my main focus was it was Arie and Sadio Mane. That was – to me, that's where everything that was that's where the game was at. And it was a back and forth between them. You have one moment where Manu would get the better of Arya, and then the next you'd have Arya catch him, you know, the ball off him and then send it wide or send it or whatever. And that's where the game was ending. But I in my honest opinion, unbiased I can be, as the game wore on, it looked like Liverpool were gonna take it. That's what it looked like, in my personal opinion. As the game wore on, Liverpool, they they seem I don't know if they were more fit or something. But Serge Aurier, credit to him, he played he played pretty well in the second half. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Aurier Mane was the biggest battle of the game. That, that was, was incredible. Mane, 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 Mane was just getting frustrated whenever he couldn't get chances through. Because Mane was, was just frustrating him. I wouldn't even say Mane got the better of him, Sam. I mean, it was a back no, and forth. No, and that's no, where it changed. I agree. I don't think I don't think Mane necessarily did. I think last fifteen. I thought Aurier was I thought just lost. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I, and I think Mane took advantage of that, and that's why they looked more dangerous. Fit, he, looked, he looked much more fit. He looked much more fit. Ari looked like he was getting tired, but there was even moments there when I thought Ari was getting tired that you saw Mane instead of. I mean, this could be tactics or whatever, but instead of playing on that same side that Ari is on, you saw Mane drifting into the middle, maybe to try to draw somebody out or something like that. But it, he looked like at a point he's like, "This guy's too big and strong. I want no parts of this," and he went yeah. elsewhere. And to be yeah, fair. Right, to be fair, yeah, he did go back to him, and they, they were creating chances in that point. But, like, in the first half, everything came from that side, everything. They were dancing circles around Spurs on that side. From from Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones, and uh, all the way down into Aria. Like, they, whatever they were doing, they were getting their one-twos going, and for me, it was dropping in, basically playing the same role as Harry Kane. And that's another, one, another point I want to make, is that for Mino, basically, him and Harry Kane, same sort of play in the way that they're set up. Both teams are set up. They're both strikers, forwards who drop, who are dropping in and you know being part of the link-up play. Now, Firmino being more of the link-up play and doing one-twos and, and you know doing stuff like that. But Firmino, in my opinion, had a better game than Harry Kane. Obviously, you saw that with the finish at the end of the game. And Harry Kane, you know, I gotta be honest. I mean, he, he just didn't look. It, he didn't look like he's been looking all season in this ninety minutes. I don't know. That's the two things for me personally. I don't fully agree. I thought, you know, I thought I didn't notice Firmino play much. Like, You're clueless. Apart, well, of course, he scores. No, I'm talking in in the first half. Wait, that do? was how the ball was getting wide. He was causing problems for our mates. Hendo and the wide players into Firmino back out again. Wait, that's that's Bobby Firmino. He is literally the silent assassin. That geezer is. He's the pass before the assist. He's everything. He's Bobby no, Big no, T. No, I know that. Big T. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I, I didn't think Kane had a terrible game. 
Now, what do you think he did well? Name something. Created, created space for Sunderland. Like he always created space for Bergwin. Like he always all both of Bergwin's chances came from Kane again. That that movement off of him and the yeah. ball's actually sucks players in and then well, Son's able okay. to flick it. So up. Kane ran the wrong direction once and made space for Son. You better stop there. Now, um, I, I do. I mean, obviously, Kane just just him being in on the pitch. And he cre he creates space for for the wingers. He creates space for Son. He creates space for uh, Bergwijn. But there was even a moment. There was a moment in the second half where it was the typical. We you know we got the ball off. They they were pressing us. I mean they had the possession. They were passing around, and somehow we nicked the ball out, pass it out to Kane, and just like we did textbook, you know, send it out and then score off a counter. There was this one moment in the second half, early in the second half, where we did just that. Passed the ball into Kane, and his first touch was the worst first touch I've seen in a long time from him, and it almost cost us a goal. Luckily, Salah got the ball, and he was in the box. We ushered him out wide, and he was on his wrong foot. So that yeah. was up to me, but it's things like that that I saw today that you don't see from Harry Kane. And that was you know, Van Dyer as well, keeping. I was screaming at the TV for Salah to cut across him, and he kept him facing the wrong way, which is a credit to his progression. Give credit to Dyer. He's 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 been getting better game in game out. He's clearly improving under Mourinho and standing next to Alderweireld. Um, but you know, obviously he had that moment, and we're going to go back to that moment. And that's at the end of the day, that's that's what matters. You know, 88th, 89th minute, you know, and he slipped and he left Alderweireld with two defenders to mark. And the, uh, to be fair to Alderweireld, he did the experience thing and he marked the taller, bigger guy who he assumes that, you know, is going to get get the ball with his head. But for me, he was there with his big teeth and beautiful yeah, header. To get that header, he jumped too high. Player. Mate, well. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> biggest question then, how much of an effect does this have on your chances to win the league? Mm. I, I don't think it has a huge effect at this stage. Of the <laughs> LV's with the big zero. Big zero. <laughs> but I will say this, though. But I will say this. How how we come to play next game against Leicester, that'll tell us everything we need to know about how much Mourinho's mentality and mindset and philosophy has seeped into the players. Because we saw it when we're winning. We saw it all season long when we're winning. We've been consistent, defending for our lives, and all of that good stuff. And now when you take a when you take a loss, we haven't lost in the Premier since the opening week, to be fair. I forgot how it feels. You know, Sam, I know you can't relate, but it's okay. But but, but <laughs> everything that matters is how we approach this game and how we come to play on Sunday versus Leicester. If we look shaky and we don't look like we're committed to our style and we concede one or two goals, and, and then you hear in the media Spursy this, Spursy that, then we'll really see the effect that it might have on the title. But as right now, zero. Yeah. Of Mourinho. Everything Mourinho does is calculated. He goes straight up to Jurgen Klopp after the game and he says, the better team lost, right? And then he comes out on TV and says, the better team lost. His players in the dressing room go, he ain't, he ain't talking crap to us because he went to face a Klopp and he told it to his face. So, so we, we must have been the better team. So we're going to carry on doing what we're doing and we got unlucky today and it's just those fine margins. We, we, we could have been 4-1 up. Yeah. We could have been four one up and absolutely fine margins win trophies. But but also you've got to look like let's if we didn't lose to Everton at the beginning of the season, we might have not have had a successful run as we did after that. You know? Um it's always 
defining moments all the way to change or everything. And LV's right. How do we react? But the one thing we know is we've got one of the best psychological managers in the game with these players and the players are bought into him right now. It looks like it. right now. It looks like it. And that's why I'm not that worried about it. And that's why I support Mourinho and I back Mourinho. And yeah, maybe we're going to have a couple of days where maybe it's a little bit difficult to watch, but I'm going to accept that because even as a Spurs fan, I'm bought into Mourinho now because we're doing better. I see what he has given us. What yeah, he's doing for it us. to win a trophy. Absolutely. And you I wouldn't take be that. bought into it unless you if, Mari- if Mourinho was in charge of Spurs for the Champions League final against Liverpool, oh, don't, we'd probably don't, win that. Don't, oh, God. We'd probably yeah, win that. Bullshit, too. Come on. Penalty in the fourth minute, but don't get us started on that. Just like you don't want to get started on that game. 100%, 100% I agree. You might be right if Mourinho wouldn't have started Kane. What's that? I said Sam might be right because Mourinho wouldn't have started Kane. Kane's reason you guys are Look, I've been saying, you know what? Listen, we might have to save this for another time because that that that's a whole nother tangent I'll go on, and we don't need that today. Y'all, y'all don't need me to hear. Y'all don't need me to hear. But long story short, me and him were sitting in the backyard, and he's just so upset that that went down the way it did. That's all we need to talk about right now in regards to that final. No, nah, um, it didn't it is. But with Mourinho, back to this with Mourinho. Yeah, back to this, Sam. Sam, I agree. It's it's just it's just the the. The thing about him is that he knows, especially when the players have bought into him, I feel like there's no wrong you can do. There's no wrong. Because the pl- that, that was the issue with United. I'm not sure if you guys agree, but that was the issue with United. Players, you know, think they're as big as the coach or and the, the organization obviously is bigger than the coach or whatever. And he didn't he wasn't able to get the players under his wing, the players that he wanted, as far as we know. And that was the issue there. With Spurs, it's the perfect mix. A manager who knows what what to do, and when he's got the players under him and believe in him, then he can take them where he wants to take them. And with Spurs, like you said it yourself, Chris, you know we haven't won, we haven't won anything, and this is a man who has won everything. And so for them, all they have to do is all right, hands up. We played under Pochettino; it was beautiful football. We made it to the Champions League final, and we didn't get anything. So hands up, this is the guy. And based on everything we know about him, if we listen to what he does, we will get somewhere. And to be fair, it's early. What? Games now, early. You know, we were about quarter of the way done with the season, but Third you're just there. you're just seeing a difference. You're just seeing a difference in the players. You're just seeing a different the mindset, the mentality. But we'll see how what happens on Sunday. We'll see what happens on Sunday. That's, you know, that's that's that there. But uh, do you guys? Let me ask you this. Um, obviously, I know where Sam stands, and you guys know where I stand. But who do you see as title favorites? Is it still Liverpool? Are they showing that championship mentality and stuff? Do you still see them being at the top at the end of the season? Or who do you see? As an Arsenal fan, I don't care as long as it's not Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think... Um, Would you rather Chelsea? No, I, I mean, I'd rather Liverpool. Let's be honest. Let's be frank. I don't want Chelsea to win it either. But I think Chelsea... he, would have, he would have happily lost to Southampton today. <laughs> to be fair, um, <laughs> I, do, I do think Chelsea can have a go. I don't know if they're resilient enough to do it. Um, I see it pretty much a two-horse race with City where they're at right now, to be honest. All my money is on Liverpool and all my hopes is on Liverpool. I might get myself a Liverpool jersey for Christmas yeah. just to yeah. <laughs> back them to not let you lot win. You would do exactly the same if you were running away at the top of the league. Liverpool are favourites. Of course they are. Liverpool are favourites. They're the current champions. They're, Sam, they're top, Sam, they're top Sam. of the league. 
That last oh, minute goal goes the other way. You're saying no one can touch us. We're the best team in the world. No, we're, we're going to win the treble. That's what you're off. Now, see, look, Sam won't say it. Sam won't say it, but y'all better not. goes the other way. Your whole, this whole thing is we're the best team in the world. Easy. We're going to win it all. That's what you're like. Well, we're not. I know Sam, you're not. Listen, I'm right there with you. I'm telling you, I, I, and I, I tell everyone I know, they better not let Spurs win the league. They better not do it because it's gonna. I'm going to be the worst person to deal with. When Spurs do win something, I guarantee they will be, will be the one that pops up. Mourinho is nurturing him to use his time. He's not he's not playing him too much early. He's not allowing him too much time to to, to cost us anything. Like the, the the it was difficult against West Ham because obviously he came on with uh, three 0 up and cruising. He missed a chance and then we drew three three. That was obviously massive. But then Bale came on. He then got us the winner in in what the game after or something. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the game after. And then. You know, whether he's had illnesses, whether he's picked up little knocks along the way, Mourinho is is being very clever with him. And he will if come. If I see that right little job at the end of the right season, time. I'll happen. slap him it silly. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. We need it. Now, uh, Chris, real quick, how did it feel seeing Theo Walcott scoring you guys today? Oof. Oh. Well, I said to Sam, is an interesting one because he was at Arsenal for a long time. He scored 100-plus goals, so that's great. But he's not an Arsenal legend. He's not getting a statue anytime soon. He's not regarded as one of the best players to ever play at the club. He was there a long time, and I've got a lot of respect for him. And if there were fans there, I would hope and pray they wouldn't boo him. But, yeah, celebrate. Enjoy yourself. He wasn't... Do you know what I mean? Like, um, when Ashley Cole came back, Thierry Henry, when he came and played for Barca, obviously got the standing ovation. He wouldn't have celebrated. They're legends, right? Right. You know, Robin Van Persie, I wasn't really happy with the way Arsenal fans treated him when he came back with United because I, I would regard him as an Arsenal legend for the, what he did for us as a club and how he carried us. Oh, yeah, I would agree. I would Walcott's, agree. Walcott's not got the same stature for me. Like, I appreciate him, but, yeah, more power to him. Celebrate your goal. Fair play. Fair. No, I agree. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he could say that you guys kind of – they got the point. Yeah, I mean, you if Southampton at the start of the season – before no games are played and he looks at the board and he goes, we can go to the Emirates and take a point. You can't tell me they're not happy with that. Now, they might be disappointed because of the current situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the start of the season, they'd have been happy with that. So, we'd have been disappointed with it. So, I mean, we don't want to talk about Arsenal because I'll end up. I mean, fair. I do have a, a, quick, a quick few questions about Arsenal just to wrap it up real quick. Come on, man. Just a few quick questions. And, and uh, um, now, this is a two part. First things first, do you think that Mezzadoza should he have, have been playing on Arsenal now? Well, he's still there, but if he was on the pitch, would have made a difference for you guys at this moment? He should be playing. There's okay. no two ways about it. Okay, fair. And two, what has to happen now for Arsenal to make? a bit of a climb in the table because you guys, I mean, you spoke about Spurs is scheduled in the next couple of weeks, but Arsenal's got to have got a lot of tough games coming up. You've got Chelsea and you got city just in the next two or three weeks. So what has to happen for you guys? Because obviously the goals are not coming in. Obama ain't got one today to be fair, but Kyle was incredible to set that up. But what have y'all have to do? What do you guys have to do in order to, to make a climb and, and begin playing as you guys expect to play? The ball's just got around the back of the net. There is no two ways about it. Like I said, 
when you actually look at the goals, how many goals we concede and stuff in the league, defensively, we're much better than we've been in a long time. We're not, you know, we're top six teams. I think there's three teams on the same amount of goals conceded as us. I think there's a couple better than us, like Spurs, you're better than us, aren't you? Chelsea, who was it when we looked at it Monday? There was a few better than us, but goals conceded, we've been good. So it's just, we've just got to put the ball in the back in there. Aubameyang scoring today was obviously a huge relief, probably for him and for us as a club. But at the end of the day, you can't rely on one person. I told you guys earlier, you can't rely on Son and Kane. At least that's two people. We can't rely on just Aubameyang to score. Um, the bit that the se- well, the second part is discipline because we don't get a red card today. We were on top of that game. Our second goal was coming. And and then we had to turn defensive just to hold on to the point. And that's bullshit. We can't be getting... I mean, he got two yellow cards in four minutes. It's just yeah. stupidity. Of the, so, same type of play, the same type of play. The, yeah. the first goal from Walcott, he spanned him around and was gone. And then he did the same exact thing there. To catch four him. minutes later. It, honestly, stupidity is the reason we didn't win the game today. And I was saying to Sam earlier, holding out a header in the last minute, don't know if you boys watched it, come off the bar. That goes in, it turns around, right? I'm not saying we go, we beat Everton, Chelsea, etc. But we're going and playing and we're being in the conversation. Um, at the end of the day, we got five games, Everton, Chelsea, Brighton, West Brom, um, Palace. And we, need, with a new manager. and we need... And we need... <laughs> There's no two ways about it. You need you need at least somewhere between seven to nine points out of those, if not more. Um, but honestly, you start scoring goals, remove the discipline, and we're there. I think uh, January is massive for us, not just for games, but signings as well. Personally, agree. Agree. Back. Center half that's you know got some experience. You know, like I'm not saying. I mean, centre halves at Arsenal has always been a problem, but someone with experience, and then you know, either start backing Lacazette. So if Aubameyang's been crap, Lacazette comes in, or sign someone else. Yeah, you can't. We can't put all of our weight in there. And I personally think that he's been caught out with the formation. He needs to get back to. He looked pretty good. Uh, who was it last week against Burnley? He looked all right. He was getting yeah. in there. He was getting chances in. You know, to they all went straight to the keeper, but he was getting in dangerous places. You know, mm-hmm. finishing. But uh, real, you know, you mentioned discipline though. Um, you got uh, the 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 the, two, the double yellow from uh, Gabriel. That one aside, the last two red cards you got the Granite Shaka one last week against Burnley, and the one the Nicholas Pepe one. I mean, like that's just that's just no discipline, you know. And yeah. how much of that that's got to be some of that's got to be in the manager because if you've got you know you would expect a, a, a dumb move like that, a red card. Granite Chaka, especially, he's he's red card king. You know, he's a he's a he's a he's a Premier League Pepe. You know, he red cards. He's got no discipline, and so you would expect the manager for a player to get a red card like that or something of that sort. That the manager would get in there, and nip it in the bud. It's off. Don't you can't play like they can't do that. So. Is there any blame? If party, if party is back, Shaka doesn't play. I think. Um, is there blame on Arteta? I mean, Shaka hasn't had a red card in the Prem for three years. Why, um, why, why was Sabayas not playing like last year? He should obviously, be. He was excellent today. Because El Nani, El Nani's bang average. Um, obviously, party's out. It's got to be Sabayas and party for me. But um, 
with regards to the red cards, you're right. We've had seven this calendar year, which is a joke. Two of them, Pepe and Shaka, were violent conduct, which is completely unacceptable. Um, you know, Shaka's was was ridiculous. But then there was one. Who, who, that was cameras. Had, there was cameras. That's what happened. Oh, honestly, who grabbed someone? I was texting in the group last night. Someone did it last night. Grabbed someone around the throat in the Chelsea Wolves game. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like this. It was the same scenario. There's a difference between that. Oh Jesus! It's, it's the, the same, same thing. As soon as your hands go up. Yeah, you yeah. No, Shaka put a step into it. He, he grabbed him by the throat, put a step into it, like he was going to choke slam or something. Yeah, but 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 the thing is, you can't do that, and it's all about the mentality. You know, you can say Gabriel's is different today, but again, it's stupid. This mentality. If you're a smart centre half, you know you can't do that. You know, Shaka is a smart centre mid. Let him let him say what you want. Let your feet do the work. And Pepe, I mean, I mean, I think he's just coming to the end of his tether with his form. You know, our form right now doesn't help any of that. Discipline always starts to go when you're struggling to play. You know, because things just aren't working and your frustration levels are higher. So, I'm hoping. I really hoped we got that second goal today because I think it would have really turned us around. We need a decent result at Everton because then discipline starts to calm down and start to climb the table. What do you want to say? Sam's smiling. I don't think he thinks you're going to get those results. Get the second goal. The second goal didn't come. It's fine margins. We both know about not getting a second goal today, don't we, mate? We do. We do. Hey, listen, perfect. With that, I mean, I, I got nothing else to say about the game. I, I wish we would have won, just like you wish we would have won, but we didn't. And I mean, and I agree with that. Um, not getting a second goal, we 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 had to settle for a one-all draw with Atalanta. There you go. There, there we go. go. Full we all have that. Three teams. Two points. Only two points combined with our three teams today. Uh, we, we're, None of them we're a bunch lot. of losers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. We Let's, appreciate you guys. Yeah, likewise, hey, man, this was great. We definitely got to do this again for the next Liverpool Spurs match at the Hotspur Stadium. I'm down for that. Sounds for good. sure. We'll do it when Tottenham celebrate lifting the league as well. So, might be able to do a North London derby if it's yeah, not too. Yeah, next, next derby might I'll be able to that might be a good idea. Yeah, we, we should we should probably get into something like that because those yeah, those are the live together. Those are the ones. We could do that too. Oh, and yeah. once this whole quarantine stuff like that is over, we all got to link up in person, grab yeah. drinks, watch games, because this is great. And I could just tell like we're all on the same page when it comes to footy, even though we might not agree on the same thing, especially yeah, for yeah. our defense. But but hey, yeah, this, this was great. One last air horn for. This collab episode, the Footy Misfits and chatting in the channel. Love it. Quality, boys. That was great. Good that was great. For these guys, um, Ross was here earlier. Chris and um, my bad. Chris and um, Sam, my bad. I was, I don't know why. Third, man. No one cares about Spurs fans. It's all good. <laughs> my bad, Sam. Follow us as well at Footy Misfits. We'll see you guys next time. This was great. Adios, everyone.
Hola,